0: This week's show is brought to you by RedeemingPleasure.com. Looking for some spice in your marriage? Want to experiment in your bedroom? RedeemingPleasure.com is the one stop shop for marriage intimacy aids. Whether you're on the hunt for a vibrator or a sexy game, they have what you're looking for. They are nudity free, so both of you can enjoy. Enter O N E two zero one three at checkout to receive 20% off your order during the month of October. Mind-blowing pleasure awaits you. From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're gonna get some. I'm Tony DiLorenzo, your co-host, along with my wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us it's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we're going to talk about using your phone to communicate with your spouse, be it picking it up and talking or using that fun little text message.
1: And really, we're going to get more into the text messages. I want to, you know, there, there's just so many, there's so many amazing quotes out there. And you just never know who's going to say something that's pertinent. And so here's a quote this week from actor William Shatner of, you know, Star Trek fame and also Star Trek, Star Trek. Well, I did what did I say.
0: I don't know, the Trek didn't come out, Oh, right? Star
1: Trek fame. And I think he also does the little um, pop-up on the Priceline.com.
0: Yeah he, was he, a, yeah, he was a big part of Priceline Priceline Priceline.com.
1: So, you know, William Shatner, and he says, I see people putting text messages on the phone and computer, and I think, why don't you just call? You know, and I thought, wow, that's really good, because we actually saw, Tony and I were on Pinterest the other day, and there was this um, chalkboard uh, sandwich board out in front of a cafe, And the sign on the chalkboard said, no Wi-Fi, just talk to each other. I know it's happened in our marriage. And I know from talking to a lot of you that it's happening in your marriage. And what the it is, is that you guys are using your phone as a barrier to real communication. Yep. Specifically text messages. And, you know... These cell phones, smartphones, I won't even call it a cell phone now because they're very first sort of a smartphone. They're like the ultimate security blanket. I mean, you see a little guy, you know, a little toddler can't leave home without its blankie or, you know, pacifier or whatever those things are. And you think, oh, look at that little child. <laughs> How cute. Guys, we're the same way with our phones. How many of you have had that moment of panic when you leave your house and you're like, oh, I don't have my phone? I mean, you'll you could be 10 minutes to work and you'll drive back and get your phone because heaven forbid, somebody should not be able to reach you during the day or Mm -hmm. you get your updates or your alerts or all of these kinds of things. And we've become slaves. And I say this out loud because I'm the same way. You know that most of the stuff that Tony and I bring up on this show is because we either are currently experiencing it or have experienced it sometime in our marriage. And this phone thing Definitely one of those areas,
0: especially the text message. And if you're new with us, welcome. We are so excited to have you here and we're so happy you found us. Not by accident. You're here for a reason. And those of you who've been listening, you know, we just love you guys. So thank you so much. The, the text message though, is a barrier. Like Elisa said, because you know, that we talk about emotional intimacy a lot. Communicating with your spouse, sitting down, looking eye to eye, words coming out of your mouth and talking. What we're finding out though, and even for us sometimes, a lot of you are using text for big, important questions. For big, important things that are happening. And you're thinking, well, I do it all the time for fun stuff like little romantic texts that you know, hey baby I'm looking good tonight, can't wait for you to get home or hey, rolling out of the, rolling out of the office and I am just so ready to just be in your arms. That kind of a text message is very different than a text message where it's like, "Hey honey, I'm not really satisfied with how we are uh, approaching our sexual intimacy."
1: And typically it's in all caps.
0: And it's in all
1: caps. Because, you know, let's, let's do that for emphasis.
0: Right. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but if I get a text message like that, I'm a, little, I'm a little upset. I'm a little turned off and I'm a lot defensive. And one of the reasons why is because it's impersonal. It's, it's so impersonal. You know, if we have an issue... If there is something going on that I need to bring up to Elisa, I need to have the galls to stand up and say, hey, honey, I'm having this issue with you. There is something not right. Instead of hiding behind a text message.
1: And that's what you're doing. You're hiding. Because a text message cannot convey your emotions. You know, it it either comes out um, overly defensive Like I said, you know, people, and I know virtually all of you that have ever seen a text message, you've probably been the recipient of one of those all caps messages somewhere along the way,
0: Uh
1: which says, I'm angry. And yet there could be so much more. It could be, I'm hurt. It could be, I'm scared. It could be all of these kinds of things. But most people see all caps and they're like, well, somebody's mad. And barely process the rest of the message because You know, even if you put the cute little smiley face at the end, you know, what does that really mean?
0: Yeah. And right here in Wikipedia, James Borg um, states that human communication consists of 93% body language. 93% of what you're saying is being conveyed through your body language. So when you send out that text message to tell your spouse something important, they are missing out on 93% of the information.
1: So chances are you're going to be misunderstood. Mm -hmm. Chances are it's going to put up more barriers to your conversation. And here's what also uh, starts to happen with the text messages. Um, I have an iPhone. Tony has an Android. My iPhone keeps track of every message I receive. So I can scroll back and have, you know, months of conversations stored in in my text messages. So let's say Tony and I are having an argument and starts to play out in text message. I've got a complete record of all of the hurt, of all of the anger, of all of those things. And so what many of you choose to do is you choose to throw that back in their face after it's over you're using these these text messages as weapons to keep rehashing and beating someone up because you haven't effectively dealt with the situation you're just trying to hide behind this you know 4 by 3 electronic device because you're afraid of what's gonna happen when you see that 93% of communication face-to-face. A- and I'm telling you right now, you better man and woman up because your marriage could be destroyed over text message.
0: Yeah, and Edward T. Hall in uh, 1966 came up with what's called pro ex which is a study of measurable distance between people. I just find this so interesting. Because, because when, when you're, when you have that phone up, right. And even think about this and we do it and and you guys most likely do it as well. You're sending text message, you know, your, your spouse is in the house and you're sending it across the house. Hey, raise our hands. We've been there, been there, done it. But, but this is a, this is the interesting thing that I just wanted to share here. So basically what he has is he has circles and he's talking about the, the distance between people and how they, um, the social situation they're in, right? Okay. So the so your public space, you know, your big space is like eight feet or more away from each other. Mm-hmm. So when you're when you're using your phone, let's let's just say that's beyond public space because you're not even looking at each other, right? Right. There's there's nothing there. Then you come to your social space, and that is four feet away from each other. Then you come into your personal space, which is about one and a half feet away from each other. And then you come to your intimate space Mm. and that is 18 inches or less. And that range is for touching and for kissing. And it's usually reserved for your spouse, for your kids, for those that are most close to you.
1: Interesting. Interesting. And you know, as you're saying that, I'm thinking about the text message and I'm thinking about you know being far away from each other. And I'm also thinking about the fact that when you guys choose, choose to send stuff over text message, uh, that can become part of the public domain in that if you accidentally send that to the wrong person, mm-hmm. oh man, now not only are you starting an argument, but now you're broadcasting that to other people right. inadvertently. But now you got other people all up in your business. And, and you know, let's talk about why you guys are using the phones to communicate big things via text. I don't care, like Tony said at the beginning of the show, I don't care if you send the love messages. I don't care if you send the hey, can you pick up milk? Right. On the way home. I mean, those are little things and, and quite honestly, you know, getting that via text message, not a big deal.
0: I mean, last night Elisa was coming home from an event. And it was around nine ish and Mm -hmm. she just, you know, instead of calling because kids are usually already up in bed, I mean, it's just a quick text message, uh, leaving now. Okay. Okay. And and that's
1: just something that we've put into our marriage. You know, one of us is coming home late. It's just that little check in.
0: Yeah. Uh, Okay. And you guys have those. Yes.
1: You have those. But, but when it comes to the big stuff, why are you hiding behind your phone?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Why, you know, 10 years ago, we did not have the ability to send the text messages the way we do now you still have to talk to people and this fear of taking off your masks and being real with your spouse. I'm telling you, it's going to get you into trouble every single time. It's why when we designed the love, always the ultimate marriage blueprint, the very second step is all about taking off your masks uh-huh. That, that, that became part of the coaching program because Tony and I know and believe that it is so vital to a couple's success to be able to take off their masks and be transparent with one another. And when you have that level of transparency, you don't have to hide behind an electronic screen. You know that you can have that conversation saying, you know what, things aren't going so well. Uh-huh. And know just like we mentioned a couple weeks ago about taking divorce off the table, you know that you can have that conversation and the two of you are going to strategize ways to move forward together.
0: Yeah. And if you want to learn more about that, you can go to one extraordinary marriage.com coach.
1: It's, it's there. We have all of our different programs there and it's a great way to see what's available to you as resources to help the two of you or even individually. Through the challenges that you're facing, mm-hmm. taking you and your marriage to the next level. you know, Some of you have never learned how to really talk to one another. Some of you started your relationships via text and phone and things like that. And so those communication skills, like how do we have a big talk? Right. Some of you have never learned that. And I will say as I watch my children grow up and I see how prevalent iPhones are and, you know, smartphones in general are among their generation. And my kids are younger than 15. My kids, I know looking forward, we're going to be doing all kinds of stuff with them because their, their world is all electronic. It's all digital. Hmm. It is. And some of you aren't that much older than that, that your world is all digital. And so learning how to really have a communi- you know, a, a conversation with your spouse, what are the aspects of having a deep conversation. How do we create a safe space to do that? How do, we, how do we handle the emotions that arise in a conversation? How do I share my feelings? These are learned skills.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Most of you are not born with an innate ability to have a good conversation, to have the kind of conversations that typically come up in these text messages. And it's not something that's taught in you know most education classes, because you know we do things like arithmetic and social studies and stuff like that, which are all valuable. I'm not knocking the education system. We just don't learn how to talk to one another effectively. Mm-hmm. And we recognize that because Tony and I had to learn ourselves.
0: We sure did it took <laughs> It took lots of time and willingness on both of our parts to to stand up and go, okay how do we say this? How do we engage each other better?
1: It could because it's not natural. Naturally, we want to protect ourselves. Naturally, we don't want to have others see us in a less than perfect light. And yet I promise you, your spouse has seen you looking less than perfect. They know that you are not always the nicest person on earth. They know that you have baggage.
0: And, and here's, Here's an example. Uh-oh. We got tickets sometime back to go see the Chargers play, and
1: that's a good story, guys.
0: I was excited to go see him. Alex was excited to go see him. Abby wasn't so much excited to go see him. Elisa was sort of in the middle. So we get a later start than we should have to get to the stadium, and we hit some traffic. You would in here. You you would some think it's San Diego. Such,
1: I'm sorry. Some is such an understatement. Yeah. I, I know you're going to get to this, but but just think bumper to bumper. Just just sit Sa- there bumper to San bumper Diego. With
0: us. It, what what drives me nuts is you'd think they would have like some traffic folks out there just you know not allowing the lights to stop everybody. So anyways, so we get into some traffic and I'm like, oh, all right, this should move fairly quickly. We'll we'll get going. We should be able to make make it in by the first quarter. No big deal. Two and a half hours. Two and a half hours were not even to the drive to the parking lot.
1: We Two- listened to the entire first half <laughs> in our car.
0: In our car. And part of the, and part of halftime. Well, the
1: whole halftime show because they turned the lights off. Oh,
0: yeah, the halftime mm-hmm. show. So we didn't, yeah. Two and a half hours. To say I was fuming mm-hmm. is an understatement. <laughs> I was so frustrated at that time and God bless my wife she was trying her best to make it hey you know should we try to do this should we try to do that let's I was so flustered I finally just said forget it Abby at that point in time had fallen asleep Alex was just sitting in the back seat playing on his iPod and I'm just listening to the game on the radio and I just said forget it just drive, can you home. imagine
1: the text messages if we hadn't been in the same car
0: just drive home and was fuming, but that you know i to, to say that is just to give sort of that credence to you know the body language Elisa could see what was happening she could see I was getting flustered and frustrated and I can looking back can even see my posture because I, I I didn't drive down to the stadium because I'd been driving all day long and I was just sort of done but Looking back, I could even see how my posture in the car was becoming. Mm-hmm. I was going from, okay, I'm here, you know, sitting up straight to starting to slouch and get frustrated. And, you know, oh, just that that's just one of those instances.
1: And, and you know, it comes from being able to look at those, con- you know, have those conversations after. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about getting the late start because we had some other things going on. We talked about the fact that, you know, even though we say at the top of the show that busy is overdone sometimes we still find ourselves very busy and that was a day we had too much on our plate and should not have tried to do one more thing right and so you know it's learning how to have those conversations with each other and
0: i want to bring up one last thing though honey real quick sure. and, and we just po- we posted this up on facebook uh, a few days ago here okay you don't have to attend every argument you're invited to and this, and I just want to sort of clarify because when we are getting into bigger conversations and we're not going to use our phone or our text message to do that, but we're going to be face to face and we're going to talk. Okay. Sometimes you don't have to let your, sometimes you have to let your spouse blow off some steam. Mm-hmm. And in that instance, for me, I needed to just blow off some steam. I didn't need a Lisa, to make it better. I didn't need her to just go, it's all right. I I didn't need her to, you know, just sort of, Oh, we'll catch it next time. I just needed to blow off some steam and it wasn't yelling or screaming. It's just, I needed a sulk for a little bit because I was just frustrated about the amount of time we had wasted in a car to get to a game that we couldn't even get to. So in that instance, let your spouse know, say, Hey, I see. I see you're frustrated. I see you're upset. I see that, you know, there's a lot going on. I'm going to just allow you some space right now. And you yourself, don't be tempted to attend the argument. Mm-hmm. Don't. Just step back a little bit. Just go, okay, get it off. When you're ready, we'll re engage.
1: Well, and it even, that even plays into when you start getting those text messages from your spouse the message that you fire back is not the defensive retaliation. The message you fire back is when do you want to sit down and talk about this? Right. Choose to walk away from the text message argument. Choose to walk away from the deep discussion over your phones,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: not walk away from it completely, but reschedule it for when you can be face to face and see that 93% of the body communication. Mm-hmm. The nonverbal communication that matters because I don't want you guys avoiding the big conversations. What I want is you choosing to do it at a time that makes sense. Right. Because here's what else happens. Sometimes those text messages, those text message arguments, disagreements, fights, breakups, whatever they happen at really bad times like yeah. at work yeah. or while you're driving Or while you're doing something with your children. And what do you do? You totally engage with it. It puts you in jeopardy at your office. If you're driving in the car, it puts you in jeopardy and the rest of us on the road because you're distracted. If you're with your kids, all of a sudden this starts to spiral out of control and they have no idea what's going on, but you're like swearing at your phone. You know, no, I mean, that's as bad as having a gigantic blow up right in front of your kids, but now you're engaged with an electronic device, and so you're not even teaching your kids how to fight fair because you're doing it with your phone. Be the example to your children, to those people around you, that when you've got a disagreement and when you've got something big happening, you sit down face to face. We shared last week about being grown ups. Well, grown ups have conversations, people, teenagers fight over the phone. Not you. You know, I I hear from my friends who have teenagers about all the teenage phone drama. Be a grown up. Stop using the phone. Recognize that your choice to use the phone to have the conversation, that's a defense mechanism. Uh You're scared. And I want you to own that because until you acknowledge the fact that there's fear driving that, you're not going to get past it. You're afraid of what the outcome's going to be. You're afraid of what that other person might say. You're afraid the divorce is still on the table in your marriage. Well, I can guarantee you, you start having conversations like this, it's going to be more than on the table. Because if you can't figure out how to communicate with one another face to face, your marriage is not going to get better. The gap is going to widen because you're not taking proactive steps to narrow that gap.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you're not, you're, you're hiding, you're hiding behind, you know, Apple or Android or Google or Samsung. You're letting them be your face. What's that all about?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you you definitely need to think this through folks. Um, I just want to put a caveat out there because we haven't said it here in a while, but if you are in an emotionally abusive relationship, if it's physically abusive relationship, you need to get help. Seek it, go get it. Okay. What we talk about here is mainly from the standpoint of, especially just what we're talking about right now today, you have an issue Something happened at home, something happened at work, something happened between you and your spouse three days ago, and now you're venting on and via text message, mm-hmm. okay? And now this, this issue could be, again, it's not verbally abusive and it's not physically abusive. This is, hey, we had, an, we had a disagreement about whatever it may be, maybe the, the kind of sex we want to have together, It may be just having sex together more often. It it could be between what happened with the kids last night.
1: I know one instance where somebody wanted their spouse to come coach with us. And instead of having a conversation, this went out via text message. And that's, that's a big conversation to have. Mm-hmm. If you're considering marriage coaching, if you're considering going to see a marriage and family therapist, if you're considering going to speak to your pastor, that there's a level of exposure that comes with making that choice. And so asking your spouse to do that via text message, it, it's hiding.
0: Remember what I said earlier, 93% of communication is in body language. So when you bring that up, and you're not able to see the eyes, the arms, the legs, the shift, what's happening. You're not getting the full story. Right. And they're not able to see it either. That's the thing, folks. They don't get to see it. They don't get to see your eyes. They don't get to see your your mouth. They don't get to see your face and how you're speaking it to them. See one of the reasons Alisa and I love the podcast is because you get to hear us. You get to hear our inflections. You get to hear the highs and the lows. You get to hear the tears. You don't get to see our, our faces though. And I bet you if you were here sitting beside us, you would see the smiles. You'd see the tears running down our face and you would have a different reaction.
1: Well, and for us, we do this podcast. You know, there are a lot of podcasters we've seen their setup, and they sit side by side. You know, that's just the way their setup is. Tony and I sit across the table from each other. Mm-hmm. We are constantly engaged, physically watching facial features and all that kind of stuff. You know, when you start courting your spouse, looking at them and being with them was one of the best parts of your day. Talking with them and discovering what was going on, you lived for that. Don't let whatever has happened between the two of you completely erode that. You can get it back. But the two of you need to decide, how are you going to, you need to set up rules. How are you going to use text messaging in your, in your marriage? And, and it may require having a state of our marriage conversation on that. To say, we can text about these types of things, but these types of things, it's, hey, I don't care if you text to ask the date to have the conversation. Don't do it over your phone. Don't do it over your phone. I, I want to share this hug. This was actually from, as we wrap up, because it just kind of talks about talking and, and you know, different aspects um, of that. And, you know, what it matters, what it matters, how it matters that you that you handle things um because we got this hug and it was a wife that wrote in she's like i love your show i just listened to listen to me and you mentioned hang-ups about oral sex she said it's the second marriage for both of us and and all of our kids are grown and we enjoy sex almost every night that he's home he has a schedule where he's not home every night Um, she said but deep down i always had a little guilt feeling wondering if it was really okay with god she's like, now we've been able to have that conversation. We've been able to talk about it and, and see each other in a way that, that's agreeable for both of us. Thank you. She also has a little suggestion for all of you with hot tubs out there. She said, I'd like to put in a little plug for something we've found greatly increases intimacy. And for those of you struggling with how to talk to each other, pay attention. She said, a hot tub, getting in naked, we put one in right after we got married and have spent most evenings when he's home sitting in it, talking and also playing around with each other. Although it's not good for sex, a little too warm, but we actually talk face to face a lot. For those of you that are struggling with how to communicate, maybe it's, and you've got a hot tub, maybe it's time to take, uh, you know, jump in the hot tub together and have those tough conversations sitting in the water, sitting with the bubbles, but you need to ask yourself the question this week. Are you married to your phone or are you married to your spouse? And if you're married to your spouse, how are you going to show them this week?
0: You guys, it is. Don't let that small device separate you from your spouse. It's time to put it down. It's time to look at each other. It's time to read each other's body language. And you know what? Take it even a step farther. Leave those things outside of your bedroom keep the lights on, look at each other when you're having sex, see the enjoyment that each of you are having and learn from that, grow from there. Let's chuck these electronic devices. Let's connect at a deeper level with our spouse, which is through our mouths, through our body language. We love you guys. You have yourselves a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week.